Welcome to Yuck City. Welcome back to Yuck City. I'm, I'm Danny. Oh. <laughs> Synchronicity. Same time. Okay. I'm Beef. And I'm Danny. Beef, you did anything gross this week? I did, unfortunately. Um, what happened? I was driving home the other day uh, and I was like changing out CDs and stuff because I still have a CD player in my car and I sneeze into my left hand and immediately looked down. It was horrified. It was like Spider-Man just thwipped right in the palm of my hand. Did you have any uh, paper towels or napkins? Or luckily, yeah, I keep oh, okay. I keep some some napkins in my glove. I've certainly had that happen, and just had to kind of wipe it on my shirt. Wipe it on your shirt? Yeah, that's bad. The, or my jeans? You know, no. This was no. This this would have been a huge like spot on my jeans there's no way i was gonna do that the i've done what's really gross is wipe it under the seat oh yeah you never even thought to do that leather seats in my luxury vehicle well you can wipe it off later that's probably easier to wipe off leather later than my like whatever kind of cloth it is yeah mine mine is just there it's gross uh but no i specifically try and avoid that i think when when we first started dating i i had like a roll of toilet paper in my center console you did. i yeah. remember that thing uh because i hated like i would sneeze with the windows rolled down my allergies would just kick in and i, I would sneeze and then i would i would hate to not have anything i've definitely been coming off a cold driving and sneezed and it like hurt. It was like a hurricane of like. Hurr! Yeah, you could like feel your ribs crack all over my fingers. Yeah, and it's like I'm on the fucking freeway. What am I gonna do? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's I like to keep, but I I'm like an old lady in that way where I have like ibuprofen in my glove. You do. You have a mom's purse in your car. Yeah. Well, you in know various. It's in various. It's cabinets. hidden. It's hidden away. I also have like uh, an all-purpose tool and a bottle of water in the door. You have yeah. a pen, which I always am like, that's smart, because I never have a pen. I have pen. a pen. I have a map. I've got all types of stuff. And it's all, it's not like littered about my car. It's all safely tucked away. Yeah, your car is very clean. Thank you. On the other hand, your car is covered in dog hair, and we don't own a dog. What's that about? Oh, it's because I, once a month, I go on the German Shepherd hike, and I take the dogs in my car when we go hiking at like Griffith, and then they shed all over my car. Yeah. And then I go, oh, I need to wash this, and then I don't. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. You know what you, I saw this week that was We really have gross? a little vacuum. Why don't you just go in there with that little vacuum? I forget we the have dust that dirt devil. devil. I forget. Dust devil? Dirt devil? One of those it's things. The same thing. Whatever. I was driving through downtown with my mommy yesterday for Mommy's Day. Mm-hmm. And I looked ahead and I saw what thought I thought was like roadkill. And then as we got closer, it was clear that it was just like very well-trimmed meat that somebody had thrown. What? <laughs> like somebody had gone to the, ma- meat? the meat packing area and bought like... A couple pounds trimmed of, meat of trimmed so clean gross. meat okay. and just threw it. This is red, red uh, I think meat. it was pork. Uh, pork. It was that, that in between. Pink, like, white. Yeah, that pink, white. And it just looked like guts in the goddamn street. That's gross. That's <laughs> I was like, gross. I don't know if I would have rather seen an animal, but that was nasty. Well, I guess it's not like sad to see. A it's lot not of times sad. you it's see just, like, just like, like oh, oh, that's sad. That could have been intestines. Yeah. I mean, it actually is. My mom did say at one point it was an animal, you know. Oh, that's such a, like, cool philosophical thing to say. Don't be sassy about my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, speaking of whales. No. What? I didn't say. Speaking of roadkill. Speaking of roadkill. You've got a story about a whale. I did. I got ahead of myself. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me your story. Headline. Tell me your story. Can I? Go. Okay. Headline. 60,000 pound whale carcass removed from California beach. The extra in question? A dead 40 foot whale. 
that washed up in San Clemente, which is down in between like Orange County and San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, it washed it's like up. Roadkill, roadkill of the ocean. Roadkill of the ocean. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Chicken baby. of the sea. Roadkill of the You're ocean. A little poet over there. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, so it washed up, and it washed up on a Sunday, and they were like, "Oh man, we got to get rid of this thing. We can't just leave it there because it was massive. Mm-hmm. Like the pictures, it's huge, dude. How big is it? A sixty thousand pound whale carcass. How does it say how long? Forty feet. Forty feet long. Yeah. Damn. It's a big ass fucking dead whale. That's huge. That's massive. That's uh yeah. So f- four story <laughs> what happened building here? laid down on it's a beach. It's huge. Yeah. It's like Pinocchio all up on the beach. Dead. Ooh, Pinocchio's in the belly. <laughs> yeah, they found a <laughs> they little can tell. Could like, you imagine if they, they cut this thing open? They did and have to Pinocchio cut this thing open, by the out. way. They couldn't just haul it. It was too heavy. They had to cut it up into thirty different pieces to move mm. it. Um and when they did that, I figured, okay, I figured it would be like a giant cheese cutter. That yeah. kind of equivalent of they take a bunch of wires and map it out like a graph and then just push down and, and like cut it all at once. like Yeah, but 30 into pieces, a bunch of pieces, so that's 2,000 pounds each piece. Yeah. So that's a one ton each piece, basically. What I found was a video that was on Twitter that someone took because a whole bunch of people went down there. This was like over two or three days it took. Mm-hmm. It cost the county 30 k Mm-hmm. to take care of and a whole bunch of people by went down day there. two homeless people were living inside the whale <laughs> <Geppetto. laughs> those beach bums just <laughs> holding up shop well san clemente is a very like rich neighborhood too yeah and uh i think about it though like dude if we were 20 minutes from a huge dead whale carcass wouldn't we go we'd so go how far are we from san clemente right now two hours two hours yeah if it was easy for me to get to, and I was sitting on my oh, couch bored, yeah. I'd go down there for sure. No, I'd want to. I'd want to scope it out just to see the the mass of it. Like not yeah. so much. It I'm, was sad because its mouth was open and it was just kind of like uh, it was full death face. It had tongue hanging out the side of its mouth. It, it had looked X's like over um, it looked like the beginning of the ring when Amber Tamlin's in the closet, but it was a whale on the beach instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, so That's anyway, I thought that they were going to cut this thing up in a civil way, and they did not. They used... Um, What's uncivil? They just let people stab it a bunch? That would have been more uncivil. Slice it out? This is in between, where they took... I guess the best way I can describe it is like a claw truck. It looks like a little bulldozer, but it's not just a, a tonka big truck. Spook. It's like a tonka truck that has that big claw at the top. And the video that's on Twitter is like this tonka thing is just slamming its head oh. into the whale, trying to cut it. Like if I just you were imagine to, this like claw machine... Like from an arcade trying yeah. to pick up a huge whale and it just slipping out every time it's slamming back But instead back of trying down. to pick it up, just trying to use its force to just like... The way that you would turn a, a fork sideways to cut an egg instead of using mm-hmm. a knife. This is like if you tried to eat uh, salmon with an ice cream scoop. Right. And you're just going to like hack at it. Oh, and the thing is wiggling and jiggling while it's hacking at it. Yeah. And then it's a whale. Put, it's covered in blubber. It's ridiculous. Um... There are some did, really great quotes. I out wonder of this. if, like, did they stab it into it at any point? Because you have to get to it before the whatever necrotic gases build up, oh, yeah. and it can become explosive. I love so exploding I, whales. That's one of your main points. Um, it's. I saw that on your OKCupid okay profile. profile. Just kidding. Yeah. I never oh, had one. We made oh. different, same joke, different sites. I see. Um, yeah, I wonder if they like stabbed into it at any point with the scoop and it just like exploded guts. <laughs> yeah. So they said um, <laughs> the body went through cycles of bloating and softening, oozing blood and guts into the <sighs> sand as it released a hor- horrendous stench. And the quotes from these workers, like these guys are not top notch. These are the these are kind of the bottom of the barrel employees for the county that are speaking in the newspapers. They're like. Uh, where is it at? He said it smelled like a rotten baked potato. That's very specific. He he's eaten rotten potatoes before. And then he was like, "What's the smell right now?" I like that he specified with baked potato in that like it's still has its skin on it and it's been left to rot. Yeah, they said as they started to dismember the carcass, they said it was messy, but it wasn't as messy as it could have been. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. These like minimum wage workers in San Clemente, while all these rich people living along the beach are just p- 
pissed that they yeah. have to deal with this. They're like, I bought a beach I house. I paid way too much to be like living in a stinky, rotten, po- you know, potato, <laughs> rotten baked potato, dead whale scent. I'm sure they didn't describe it as rotten baked potato scent, but yeah. Um, so they also once they hauled the the whale away, they had to also clear off all the sand over there because the sand is just like super contaminated with like dead whale blood and guts and stench. Yeah. But they said it's gonna stink for a little while down there. It's gonna smell for. Yeah, a bit. I wonder how contaminated that water is right now. Surfers yeah. are trying to do their thing, catch some waves. Yeah. All of a sudden, these whale guts are just like. They said if they had left it out my there, waves, bro. <laughs> if they had left it out there to decompose, an incredible amount of muck would have come out of it. Oh, I'm sure. I I wonder if they just like hacked into it and then like. Well, day one's over, and it's only like a third of the way. I have into. no. I wish I could have seen a time lapse. Of Put them a tarp doing it. over it. Yeah, just a time lapse and some Benny Hill music, and oh. and just like hacking away at that giant away, whale yeah. carcass. That's gnarly. I wish that they could have just pushed it out to the beach and let it sink to the bottom of the fucking ocean and die like the rest of whales all do. But how, how would they do that? They'd have to like airlift it. They'd out. have they to can't. build a huge dead whale slingshot. Could you imagine all these people trying to like strap their jet skis and their go boats to this whale to take it out to sea? Like a bunch of people on sea doos and they're just like, hook him to the back. Yeah. Hook it up. That's the end of my whale story. That is early. Your turn. Roadkill of the sea. Thank you. So, you know, like Matilda in stories and movies where there's like really crappy parents who are horrible and are just incredibly mean oh and make yeah their kids like danny per- devito oh yeah yeah, yeah. danny devito real real perlman, perlman in, yeah. in matilda um well we have some true grime as uh, i think listener katie delaney uh sent us remember true grime yes well this has to do with real parents uh being much worse than that but in the same line. I sense this is going to be a sad, gross story. It's very sad, very gross. Um, mm. Last month, a couple from Washington were each given 20-year prison sentences for forcing their six-year-old son to drink a hot dog smoothie. What exactly are the ingredients in a hot dog smoothie? It's basically just a blended mix of hot dogs and cooking oil. That's the and that's nasty. all this kid. That's all this kid was uh, surviving off of because of his insane, oh. awful parents. Um, that just makes me want to vomit. Like cooking oil. Yeah, cooking just oil and hot dogs. Ugh. And hot dogs is already just its own weird mix of. Where did leftovers. they even come up with that? Did they get fed that when they were kids? Like who comes? It's up just with torture. That? It's just torture, and that's what the the prosecutors basically said is they they forced him to also do push-ups while wearing a backpack filled with canned food and and this is their biological child yeah why they're evil these are evil these are evil old school fairy tale parents who are very evil they also kept him from sleeping and yeah they tortured him with this weird cocktail mix that they had put together um to try and starve him i think that's what it was is they had to feed him something, so they were going to make it this awful experience. But essentially, other than that, they're starving him because there's no way he's getting any sort of nutrients no from, way. from just eating oil and hot dogs, you know, blended together. Um, but yeah, they were they were essentially just trying to kill him, and there were dozens of calls made to the to child protective services, but they failed to get the kid any sort of help until months after uh when he showed up to to school uh covered in bruises and shaking uncontrollably oh god and he was emaciated and he had been you know eating out of the trash he had just been eating out of the trash at school just getting whatever scraps he could find uh it's just so sad and yeah he he's been taken to Seattle Children's Hospital and he was found with a distended stomach from all the malnutrition but the good news is is that he's you know not with his parents anymore they're 
like I said, they're they've been uh, sentenced to prison for twenty years each. They were only thirty and thirty one. They're what the fuck? I don't know. They just yeah, insane. Uh, they were charged with first degree assault of a child, second degree assault of a child, and first degree criminal mistreatment. The judge said the reason why normally they for child abuse you don't get twenty year prison sentences, but because of just how extreme and weird the, you know their yeah. abuse was. Uh, he just slapped them with 20 Good. years each. And That's yeah, they get. deserve it. Um, I, I'm just hoping the best for this kid. And yeah. I think... And it, I hope to God that when he got to foster care the first night, that dinner wasn't like hot dogs and mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah. Pizza night, hopefully. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm i sure he's on a very like strict regiment right now to make sure that he's getting the proper nutrients and, yeah. and getting him back up to 100% health. Uh but hopefully they get him some therapy. They get him into... It sounds like any living situation is going to be better than this. But I'm hoping this kid just powers through and is able to just become a survivor, man. This kid is... Yeah, he, he's made it already. So good for him. But six years old, that's... That's so sad. Yeah, that's rough. I hope he becomes the president. Yeah. But like... On this platform. He like gets therapy first and then he becomes president. Okay, good. Um... As a side note, what's unlike the, what's, the other candidates, am I right? Uh, what's the grossest thing your parents ever made you eat when you were a kid? Ooh, boy. Um, in your opinion, probably in, now as an adult, you'd probably be like, "That's fucking good." Ooh, what was I talking hamburger about? Hamburger helper. Um, you no, weren't into the hamburger helper. We, I, a lot of times, I ended up cooking it. Uh, no, I, we would eat ham, hamburger helper a lot because you know my mom was working, my dad was working, and it was like. You want to do the easy meals during the week, and then the like good stuff on the weekend where they would actually cook it uh, and put time into it. But the one thing that I always hated that my parents would like bring on was uh, like they would get the big round uh, ham, but like the thin sliced ham, and they would just put it in a pan and just like fry up. A big I'm not a big ham person thing of ham, and then just like put mustard on it, and it was so oh. gross. It was just like ham and mustard. It was, ugh, it was gross. And the other thing uh, was, uh, my dad would take me fishing, and we would go to like Seal Beach, which is a pretty dirty beach. I don't know if it's gotten better in recent years, but when I was a kid, it was foul. There was trash. There was, I mean, dead seals would just float up onto the you know sand and just rot no one was there to scoop it out like the whale it was just disgusting and we would go fishing and my dad would catch fish that were like mid poop and they were like these little tiny silver like carp yeah they're just really small like uh five to six inch long fish that are you know you can hold it very easily in your hand and we would fish and i liked fishing but the fish were stinky they were gross did you eat him? He would take him home and clean him up and, you know, and uh, scale him and, and, and cook him up in a pan. But they were always stinky. And for the longest time, I was like, I hate fish. Until I was an adult and had, like, other kinds of fish yeah. that weren't... Like, they weren't trashy seal yeah, fish. Yeah, until I had, like, salmon and stuff and, and I just tuna. don't think you can really, in Southern California, especially in... Like the Los Angeles County area, you can't really go fishing and then well, I don't eat like that shit. it's like yeah, if you, you get like bass and and trout and stuff like that, and that's the stinky lake fish, you know. Um, but yeah, even now, if I were to go fishing, I think I would just throw them back, and that's not like a moral thing. That's, I mean, it's partially I would feel bad, but um, but also I just think most of the fish that you would catch around here, I just don't want to deal with having to like gut it and cook it and do all that stuff yeah and yeah i just don't want to go it's through the modern hassle. day man i'm gonna go to go to vons and just buy it and it's like ready for me to put some lemon pepper seasoning yeah. how about you what was like the grossest thing your parents my dad was eat? really big on because he was from a big family he was from, like the youngest of six kids mm-hmm. so he would sometimes take leftovers from the week multiple days of leftovers oh shit on a shingle and just put them together as like a smorgasbord yeah so it would be like uh yeah, my mom. Stroganoff. Yeah. And then whatever else we ate that week, like Posca Kielbasa, and then just put it all together. Yeah, my mom was forced to do that when she was a kid. Her, her, My like, grandma would do oh, that to her. These where... are good separately if you would serve me one of these items, but not all together and stir it up with a pot. And like what he also did was 
I ate my breakfast at the counter and he stood on the other side of the counter making his lunch and he made bratwurst and sauerkraut sandwiches while I ate Honey Nut Cheerios and taste is 70% scent. So I had fucking bratwurst, sauerkraut, Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. It was gross. It smelled hideous and I'm like, I'm trying to eat my Cheerios. My dad would just eat like cold leftover pasta on the couch and it was so... The thing about cold leftover pasta is it doesn't smell good. He would always eat it with ricotta cheese. Like, oh, and ricotta just I don't like it when it sweats. But the thing is, is when you're eating cold pasta out of like an old yellow Tupperware bowl, it makes this like, like sound as you're really good ADR. Thank you. Uh, I'm available. Uh, and it was really gross. It was so gross to just even hear him eat this food. Yeah. And I was like, I can't take it. He also did, I'm trying to think of what it was. It's not bratwurst and it's not sauerkraut, but it's like, it's like a spreadable meat. Do you know what I'm talking about? Spreadable meat? Like a spreadable German meat. You're talking like Vegemite? Something like that. That was also. No, not even. Spam has a shape, man. This was like spreadable. I don't know what it was, but it was nasty. Gross. My mother. Bouillon. An incredible cook. My mother made delicious meals all the time. My dad. If I my, saw he was cooking, I was like, fuck, can we go to Taco Bell, please? Can we, we, like, not eat what you make? Well, my parents put in the time and effort, like, on the weekends, we would have really good meals. We would, yeah, they yeah. would they would make some really good stuff. My dad could barbecue a London broil. My dad made ribs. good breakfast. He made, like, yeah. French toast Yeah, and my omelets. mom would do crepes that and was French good stuff. toast. And but if he was pancakes. touching dinner, I was like, unless you're making spaghetti, let's go out and get pizza. Yeah. You know what's crazy is I was thinking about how... Um, we would always have a tub of ice cream in the fridge in the, or in the freezer. And that's so nuts to me to constantly, like when I was a kid, just to be like a oh, scoop of ice cream again tonight, like every night, like probably like two scoops, maybe three, if I could like uh, two get away scoops, with it. Please. But it's nuts. It's like, I was a kid eating ice cream like every night. My grandma did that. That's crazy. My grandma was the opposite of this kid's shitty parents. I would have breakfast and then she'd be like, do you want a popsicle? And yeah. then we'd go swimming, and she'd be like, hey, do you want some ice cream? Yeah. She gave me dessert all fucking day. Yeah. Which is why I was, like, a tubby little kid. Well, yeah, same here. It's like, not, not that my parents were constantly, like, feeding me. It was just that I was a latchkey kid with too much personal freedom and who would just wander over to the fridge way too much. It just took a long time for me to train myself not to be like, hmm, you know what I feel like? A fudge sickle at all times of yeah. the day. Yeah. Yeah. I still want a fudge to go at all times of the day. Oh, we should go get some after this. No. All right. I have another story. Go for it. Thank you. Headline. Masseuse who lists Kanye West, Oasis, and Gwen Stefani as clients claims to bite clients' bums. The extra in question is Dorothy Stein, uh, who sounds like a legit Jewish grandmother. Mm -hmm. Uh, Daddy Stein. This is... They don't have the city of origin listed, but I'm assuming she's either New York or... Or L.A. Okay. Um, so she started when she was 15, mm-hmm. and she gave her first backstage massage to rock band Def Leppard. Cool. Um, and she's traded her services over the years. Now she charges like 150 bucks an hour. Love bites. But she Love traded beads. her. She traded her services for free admission to over 3,000 concerts. Mm-hmm. Um, so she starts the session by biting the back. And the buttocks. Are we talking like a real bite, like mm-hmm. a vampire bite, or like a little nibble, like a little I'm talking teething? a real bite, teething? Okay, wow, wow. And it's like a thing that, but all not the, all the celebrities, the right? But not puncturing. But like potentially leaving a mark. One of those things where you're like, I'm a rock star, and when I get mas- like a massage, like you better bite my ass. Yeah. Yeah. Don't so, just kiss my ass. Fucking lay your. She her actually face. her first first person she ever did it to was Frank Zappa. That makes sense. Uh. So, her clients have included Kanye, Oasis, Gwen Stefani, David Bowie, rest in peace, Rihanna, Keith Richards, Eminem, which is hilarious that mm-hmm. Eminem was like, yeah, bite me on the ass. Like, he's so, he's got such a tough, like, persona that he, that he would be open to this is really funny to me. Um, there were also a couple clues in the article of mm. people that didn't want to be named, like, by name. So, she claims a certain British music mogul is a big fan. He loves a gentle bite massage. Um, and I think it's Richard Branson. I was just gonna say uh, Richard Branson. I'm gonna rocket rich motherfuckers to the moon, but gentle on the bum bites, please. <laughs> Good Richard Branson. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, one female rock star 
demands massage my tits dot but that she's never bitten boobs um any guesses why on not that? any guesses any guesses That's which female rock star female rock star madonna i was thinking madonna would be the most forward person to do that yeah but what if it's like sarah mclaughlin is it like massage my tits for doc. sure a female musician one female rock star demands massage my tits doc that's the line in the article massage my tits doc i'm trying to think like i think it's madonna that's the first yeah, thing that came to I my mind i wouldn't think like pink or like i thought pink too nancy wilson or anything like that or maybe uh joan jett <laughs> <laughs> but no i think that sounds like something madonna would be into yeah um maybe lady gaga yeah um so she still does it she's only like 42 Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just become this like, that's what you do. You like, you're a rock star. You like get, you get like Dot Stein to come. She's it's doctor doctor dot dot com, mm. and she comes to you and and bites you on the fucking ass. What's is? Do they say what the benefits of this are? No. Is it supposed to like release some endorphins? I think it's, some, or, I think it's like I kinky shit. Yeah, it's just, I don't see what. And it just the seems like a celebrity thing, right? Like, muscle, you can't just get a goddamn massage. You got to get a massage and get your butt bit. Yeah, right? like, it just sounds different. Where it's just like, oh my God, you haven't tried it? You got to try it. So, where does she bite them? On, On the, the back? back and the butt is the buttocks. The, that's it? And then she she starts the session doing the biting, and then she does like a normal massage after that. Mm hmm. And then she'll flip you over and bite you right on the penis. <laughs> I don't think so. But that's kept. Mum, they, they don't release that. They don't talk about that. I don't think that she's done that. But who knows? Who knows? No, she probably doesn't do that. Um, I mean, would you want that? Would you want to get bitten show. on the butt by like somebody who's bit a bunch of other rock stars in the butt? Like, wouldn't she have... I think it would tickle. To worry about the tickle. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't I'd be not, scared yeah. that it... Like, I would clench up because I would be preparing for it. And then i just like fart in her mouth. <laughs> I would just, I would want to know why. Like, I, you know, because if it's just for the hell of it, no, not really. It's just like, I'm not it's already... what you do. It's like Gwyneth Paltrow gets her V steamed, you know? Yeah. You know about the that? The steaming. Yeah, yeah, I know about the steams. You get the V steams, you get the A steams, then you get the I saw the goop. Bit. I saw the goop article. Um, I, I just wanted, yeah, I, I'm not really into massages to begin with. They're... They just kind of, yeah, it's kind of weird to me. Here's but my thing with massages is like, I, I think it's a, frown on a little just treat that you do for yourself every now and then, but there's another part of it where it's supposed to be something that you're like regularly doing. Yeah. And every time I go, it's like once every two years where either like a friend got me a gift certificate or I decided I'm going to go get one. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, when's the last time you came in? Like they're mad at me. Like I missed a dentist appointment, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, this is a massage. It's supposed to be like, yeah, you're so tense. I didn't budget massages into my, like, I don't know if I've ever gotten a professional massage from a masseuse. Right. Um, I don't know how into it I would be. I've gotten a pretty big but... hodgepodge of random characters that are masseuses. Yeah. Um, I've gotten like an old Asian man that I don't know how well he spoke English. And we had moments where he was like tickling me, not on purpose. I'm just very ticklish. Yeah. And I would like, I'd be like, stop. <laughs> Cause I was scared I was going to kick him, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I had an older woman, like an older witchy woman who I was like scared I was going to kick her. And she was like, I've been doing this for 30 years. Yeah. I've been kicked. I've been hit. I've seen a lot of things and i was like jesus christ yeah stevie nicks get out of here i just want a <laughs> massage but yeah any other i things you'd like to say about the the bum biting doctor no i just it just sounds no. like a trendy thing <laughs> to is. me but it's been trending for 30 years yeah i guess so. it's like a rite of passage now I guess it just I yeah, but that's the thing. It just but sounds can you like something. Eminem you do it just for the it. sake of saying that you did it, you know. Right. I don't know if 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 they came out with testimonials saying like, "Oh my God, my my butt was looser than it's been in years," <laughs> then I could understand where they're coming from. But it's just you know, yeah, someone bit me on the ass, and then I went on stage and performed for two hours. Okay. Eminem's like. Before I start my shows, I gotta get my butt bit, or I can't focus on my lyrics. It's a spot-on Eminem. Thank you. It's just a, a story full of impressions. Oh, I forgot. What? Um, 
this also led to another story that I found, if that's okay with you. Yeah, go. Uh, headline, Massage from Hell for 21-Year-Old Woman as Convicted Bus Flasher Gets Job at Parlor and Sniffs Her. Hmm. So I'll just explain this. is like this 21-Year-Old went to a massage parlor, and yeah. the person who was giving her a massage was someone who had been convicted and done jail time for flashing people on a bus in London like mm-hmm. someone who like over the course of a year or two flashed people like five different times mm-hmm. but that's he, like normal for London I don't know uh, so he was like there's a quote in the article the pervert however managed to get a job as a massage therapist after being released from prison so they go down to do the massage in the room mm-hmm. and he pulls down her underwear knickers as they say well, be careful with that one. Knickers. Yeah. K N I C. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he asked her to lay down, and then he either kissed or sniff her, but they don't specify where. I'm assuming her vagina. Yeah. And then she confronted him and called nine nine nine, which is the UK nine one one. His lawyer says it's because he was when he was living in Sri Lanka, like years prior, he was a military policeman and was taught to humiliate his opponents. Which I guess included like sniffing their junk and showing them his dick. Gross. <laughs> so he's back in jail now, I'm guessing. He is. Uh, it was April 26th was going to be when he's sentenced. But I was Googling and I couldn't find like any word on it. Any sentencing come through? Yeah. Well, that's gross. Um, and that's definitely grosser than the biting because they don't want it. Yeah, this so, is like... she didn't. Sucks. She didn't go to this place and was like, I'm here for like the pussy whiff. Yeah, smell my butt. My, I'm here to get my vagina smelled. Um, I, like, I'm here for a massage, and if you could just it. like smell my butt and tell me if it smells normal, that'd be really cool. Um, that's a service. If he had, if I was that person, and he had gone down there, mm-hmm. I would have wrapped my legs around his neck and snapped it. <laughs> yeah. Just like boom, like I'm fucking Mystique from X Men. But if you're laying face down. She wasn't. Oh, she wasn't? Mm-mm. She was laying face up? And he just like bent over and within eye shot, just like. <sighs> Always Coca Cola. <laughs> nose left. <laughs> All right, your turn. You good? Yes. Okay. Uh, passengers on a British cruise ship contracted norovirus. Mm. Is that the one, the virus that makes the babies with the... No. Okay. There's no virus that makes babies. That's just pregnancy. I don't know if anyone explained pregnancy to you. The small head babies. Uh, No, that's... I don't know what you're talking about, but it's not... Before you go any further, it's not that. Okay. Um, Hundreds of Brits are said to have been... uh, struck with diarrhea and vomiting which is what norovirus does it just okay. gives you like sudden horrible diarrhea and vomiting to the point remember how it's like other, ibs to the max remember how the other week we were talking about like uh vomiting and not really knowing that you're like how weird it is that some people don't know they're gonna vomit and yeah all you always just, know you're gonna vomit yeah well this is the kind of vomiting where you don't know it just all of a sudden happens or diarrhea where it's just boom, like someone just gave you Ipecac and you just like instantly. Would you rather have like unex like unexpected projectile vomiting or unexpected projectile diarrhea? Well, I feel like the diarrhea is easier to cover up. Really? It, I feel, well, it's not as visible, hopefully. I feel like. Depends on the force. The way that the public would perceive it is like if I'm somewhere and all of a sudden I throw up and I wasn't expecting it, people are like, oh my God, is she okay? Eh. But if I projectile shit my pants, they're like, oh my God. Well, yeah. I, but the, here's the thing though. Do they know that you're having diarrhea, that you're shitting your pants in the moment? The smell of yeah, instant diarrhea? Like that, that's immediate. Yeah. I don't know. It's. Who knows? I mean, I don't want either one, to be honest. No, and I don't I've either. vomited in front of people before. But I don't, I don't want, I don't know. Anyways, uh, so yeah, there was this norovirus outbreak on a luxury cruise ship that was going from Southampton, England to the U.S. Um, and it just started, this norovirus just started spreading from person to person. It can spread through just contact or through the air or however. So they're all stuck out on that boat. I feel like yeah. I heard about this. Is this like a while ago or is this no, a this new one? No, this is recently. One? Okay. This was, yeah. Um, but it, it happens 
pretty frequently. Um, makes sense. I feel like I remember hearing about people just like sticking their ass off the side of the boat and shitting. That's yeah, that's happened. That was that was the cruise ship. That was years ago in like two thousand nine or ten, right? Where it was um, the toilets were broke and this the water oh, yeah, they yeah, weren't yeah, yeah. yeah, and so they were just yeah sticking their heads and asses over the overboard and just going right in the ocean. Um, but two hundred and fifty two of the nine hundred and nineteen passengers um, are reported to have been stricken with norovirus. On this uh, Fred Olson cruise ship called Ball Morale. Fred Olson. It's not the first time that this. Uh, that name that's is the, really that's funny. That's the kind of. Uh, it feels like, like we the have Olson family patriarch. Yeah, Fred Olson. <laughs> for short for Frederick. Um, but yeah, this isn't the first time that this cruise ship, this specific cruise ship, has had a norovirus Where outbreak. Where did it come from? Like food they, contamination? They don't know. They. they you know fred fred olson just says like hey we we try and keep things clean here we do our best we try to, yeah um but the ship Sorry. is on a 34 night cruise from quote how old many nights england to 34 Ugh. from old england to new england uh prices started at about 1800 pounds which is about 2600 dollars per person okay so you pay 2600 dollars to shit and vomit your guts out so that sucks. This must have been a cruise full of like retired people, because who has a month to give up to go on a cruise? I don't know, man. Also, that's actually really cheap. They got like they got most holiday people pay there. like two grand to go on a know. seven. It's Europe, man. People go on holiday all the time, and they get like. But I'm saying most people pay like off. two grand to go on like a seven day cruise. It's a month for twenty six hundred dollars. Yeah, that's a, that's I guess really that's pretty good. Yeah, that's like too cheap to be true. <laughs> too good to be true. Yeah. Right. Um. Well, when they docked in Virginia, they were, the ship was boarded by uh, CDC officers to try and figure out what was going on. Um, they issued a statement saying uh, that, you know, it's 252 people, but Fred Olson then issued a statement trying to downplay, saying, oh, it's really only like 15 passengers, and we've confined them to their cabins. Um, I hope they got their money back. I hope so too, but can you imagine? And then they confine them for twice as long as um, the CDC requires, which is they CDC requires twenty four hours, like quarantine or isolation. F- Fred Olson Cruise Line uh, quarantined them for forty eight hours, forcing them to just stay in their cabins. Oh God! Uh, so these people are stuck inside their their room for two days straight while they're barfing and while they're yeah just shitting their guts out. Um. They've been quarantined. The crews said to have stepped up cleaning and disinfection procedures. Um, and yeah, they released a statement saying, you know, we're stepping it up. We're exceeding the requirements of the CDC and all that junk. Um, but yeah, this isn't the first. The, the first time it's happened was uh, on a cruise. The ship, the Balmoral, was on a cruise to Scotland in 2009 and uh, over 100 people contracted norovirus and then a year later in 2010 310 people on the ship were reported to suffer from diarrhea and vomiting when it docked in la oh my god um so it's happened multiple times before so i don't know what the deal is do not trust the fred olsen cruise line (laughs) um and yeah it can happen anytime there's a lot of people in a small compact space or area because it just spreads Um, like wildfire yeah they they call out specifically nursing homes restaurants hotels hospitals and cruise ships and those are all things found on a cruise ship yeah yeah so yeah um that sounds awful just one of the many reasons why i never want to go on a cruise we both are very agreed on that we both never want to go on a cruise yeah no thank you i'll never make you do that baby thank you okay I'm excited for this next story because it's fucking weird and it involves dead people. What? Um, headline. Neighbors unimpressed with morgues trying to pass as hotels. The yuckster in question is Susu. It's a corpse hotel in Tokyo, Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Japan basically has too many dead people right now. Um, their crematoriums are all booked up like some hot New York restaurant. Uh, and the bodies need to literally chill somewhere else before they can get cremated. So... 
Families can keep their bodies there for 9,000 yen, which is the equivalent of 82 bucks a day, um, which is a really fantastic good hotel, hotel prices, rate. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not really using the room to the extent. No, you know, there's not, not like activity going on in there. Um, and it's, it's four days max. Up. Four days max. Here's the thing is, it's not like they're being kept in like a morgue drawer that's refrigerated where they're like zipped up and closed. They're kind of just, just kinda put prop, on a slab on a couch. <laughs> with like AC. Wow. They're just in like a cold room. Yeah, they're refrigerated. Um, so the neighbors in that neighborhood mm-hmm. near the Corpse Hotel, they're not really happy about it. They're yeah, why like, should they be? They're like, mm. This is like a reformatted building that's like it was a hotel before or was just a, right. any other kind of apartment building. It's not building built to be housing, dead, housing bodies. dead bodies. And the thing is, <sighs> dead bodies are like... There's so much stuff coming off their bodies. Yeah, they, there's moment. so there's so much that you could deal with. So many health hazards and oh, yeah. risks. Talk about norovirus! Oh my god. The smell, like, yeah. I mean. Yeah, if the if the power goes bad. out or if there's some problem, the AC breaks, or the refrigeration, however they refrigerate them, and, and keep them fresh. If that doesn't, you know, if that just breaks, it's a thing that's screwed. happening because, um, you know, Japan is huge. There's yeah. a ton of people. Ton of people. Um, and as the as the generations get older and older, right now, um, twenty thousand more people are dying every year in Japan. Mm-hmm. So they've just got like way too many dead people for the amount of space they have. Because also Japan is not that; it's like a tiny little island. Yeah, I mean, for the amount of people that for are the on amount the of island, people yeah. on it. So they're trying to conserve space by well, one, they're doing the they're cremating people, which is helping with this problem right with the space problem, they don't but, have the, the luxury of having like but they can't burn the bodies fast enough yeah they're Jeez. trying to but they really can't so it's like okay well let's start these it, corpse motels the families are loving it because they're like great uh dead uncle larry doesn't have to like stay in our living room anymore yeah, we can put him in this hotel for like a hundred for a bucks, hotel stay yeah. for a month yeah well for four days max four days that's not that bad that's it they're there to just like Basically, wait in a room until it's their turn to go get burned to a crisp. But they don't have morgues that can just build uh, an an like an annex or something. I mean, these this is not the first one. Like, there's other more, like corpse hotels that are coming up. I'm just surprised because... that it needs to be like a refitted building that's like in the, s- the suburbs or or in some like downtown area. Like, yeah, they can't. They don't have a morgue where they can just like buy the building next to them or use. No, they don't have the space. That's nuts. Could you imagine, like, what if you woke up in one of those rooms? Like, you weren't actually dead. And you woke up in one of those rooms, and you were kind of like, where am I? That place is haunted as shit. Are you kidding me? You're just, you're writing a movie right now. dead people, that place is so haunted. You just, yeah, that you're writing the script right now. I am. Make that movie. script. Corpse Motel. Corpse Motel. Hotel. Whatever. Make it a motel. Motels are creepier. <laughs> Hotels are kind of classy. Yeah. This is like a corpse B&B. That's nutty. So, four days, then they ship them off to the crematorium, and mm-hmm. then it's back to usual, right? Yeah. So, but are but they, the neighbors aren't like really feeling booked? it because there's just there's people that are protesting. They're really kind of like, this is fucking crazy. And then, there's some weird dude who's the hotel manager. He's probably yeah. some sunken like, eyed ghost. Yeah. To my hotel. Dude, you got another character right there for your movie. Dude, I got a bag of characters. It writes itself. It really does. And then you, uh, you can make it like the Burbs, where Tom Hanks is the neighbor who's like investigating how weird this. Right. There's not really much of an investigation. That's pretty creepy. Just the minute on the they surface. come in, I'll be like, "Oh, you're not dead. What are you doing here?" Because I house dead people. <laughs> I house dead people. Uh, Neighbors are asking to put in ground level air vents because okay. they're trying to basically be like, please don't siphon your air conditioning into the fucking street. And then I'm just standing here breathing in like dead skin cells. Yeah. Yeah. That's not cool. That sucks. Yeah. Please don't do that. Yeah. That would be bad. I'm not trying to be like nice fresh breath of zombie in the You morning. don't know what these people died of either. Mm-mm. You know? What diseases, potential diseases they could carry. We all every day already have cells coming off of us all over the place. Mm-hmm. And we forget about it. And then you lay on a couch and look through like a window for a second. And the sun catches all the dust in the room. And you go, oh, God. Yeah. 
oh god, I forgot all that is around me all the yeah. time. And this, and this is leaky, like leaky dead body in there. Leaky dead body. Gross. Um, that's the end of that story. Your that's turn. pretty gross. Um, so I don't know if you remember, but five years ago, this woman Charla Nash um, had her face ripped off by a chimp. Oh, remember yeah, this yeah, story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she underwent like a, a full face transplant um, after she was attacked by this chimp that was her boss's pet chimp. It ripped off her her lips her eyelids her her nose and her hands it like destroyed her hands um i don't fuck with monkeys yeah this is like 200 pound pet chimpanzee this is in stamford connecticut in 2009 um she then went uh in for she got a face transplant to get new facial features you know um i remember i remember when her face got her like new face got revealed i remember watching those pictures on the internet yeah 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 um and she got a you know hand transplant and all that stuff. Um, she underwent a double hand transplant, and uh, which that failed. Her body rejected that tissue. Now she's back in a Boston hospital after doctors have found that her body is rejecting the face transplant too. Oh my! God. All these years later, um, she recently started seeing all these weird patches on her face so she went in uh, you know got a biopsy done and they figured out like her body is rejecting this transplant after years of taking all of these they just call them anti-rejection drugs and they're just drugs that you're given to make sure that your body keeps the the flesh that it's been transplanted with um it's just like drugs that make your like to tell your cells like no you like it well dude you're totally cool with this yeah this is fine right yeah um dr Bowden pomahawk director of plastic surgery transplantation at brigham and women's hospital said wednesday that nash has just experienced a, a this is just a moderate rejection episode just moderate it's not that bad okay don't even worry about it nothing's gonna happen um she was she was involved in this experiment where they were trying to slowly wean her off of these anti-rejection uh, drugs and uh, since the 2011 operation um, these drugs can have some pretty crazy side effects they can cause cancer oh god uh, but they're potentially can they just give her a robot face I don't know what they can do at this point, honestly. Just give her a robot um, face. Part of the experiment has to do with like trying to help uh, people who were people in the military who lost limbs or lost, you know, their own facial features or whatever, right, having right. injured in war, um, whatever, and they have to get transplants themselves. And by being a part of the experiment, she was hopefully going to help these doctors find the right mix of drugs yeah. and to, to help out for anyone who needs a transplant in the future. Um, and, uh, they, with these drugs, you typically take them for the rest of your life. Yeah. There's no, there's it's, it's, but they were hoping to wean her off so that they could find it. So was she okay until they started weaning her off? Um, it seems to be the case. Oh man. Uh, but that yeah. sucks. Cause it's not just her body. It's also the doctors who were like, Let's take the training wheels off. Well, yeah, they've since given her back the medication. She's back on these anti-rejection pills. Is her face um, getting with the program? Well, that's what they're hoping for. It's all still up in the air at this point. The uh, the Dr. Pomahawk has said, like, she'll most likely leave the hospital in the next couple of days, hopefully. But it, it things... Um, it was a pretty big scare, you know? Yeah. It's like you get this face transplant. First, the hand transplant doesn't go through. So she lost her hands again after getting a double transplant. And now, after five years or so, her face is starting to show these That's patches terrifying. of... To already have gone through getting your face ripped off and having yeah. to get like your hands and your face replaced and having a few years where you're like, okay, that it's over. And then you're like, oh, my face is like sliding well, off. Well, it sounds Great. like with this experiment and with the drugs and with... It's this ongoing thing that's just going to be 
there for the rest of her life, you know? Yeah. It's never truly just like, oh, you got a face transplant. Okay, bye. Have a good I life. I feel like her story is one that people hear once and they, that's all they need. Like, yeah. you, you retain that story. You're like, oh, a chimp ripped someone's face off. Okay. I will never forget that. It's just so sad. And then they also had to, um, when she was attacked, they had to uh, remove her eyes because she was uh, she contracted some uh, some virus from the chimp, probably from like the dirt under its nails. Something, or something. some it, it had some weird bacteria on its claws or whatever when it when it scratched at her face and it got into her eyes. And so they had to remove her eyes. It was like a so what is she working viral with infection. right now? I I don't know at this point. It just it's super sad, but. Um, it's not like she can just live a normal life on her own, unfortunately. I feel like, can't they 3D print her a new, like, robotic face? I don't know. Maybe maybe in another decade. We'll see what happens. We'll see. If they can uh, 3D print biological material. I, I've actually heard about they're working on that, but, you yeah. know, who knows hmm. if they're actually going to be able to do anything for, for someone like her. But, yeah, she's 62 at this point. Um yeah, that's another sad one for me, I guess. But Man, you're just full of sad. Sorry. I got a happy one. Good. Cool. Headline. Girl's granduncle lets her vomit on his own coat on the Line 8 tray. Oh, that's nice. The extra in question, his name is Zhu Guolang. City of origin is Shanghai. Uh, mm-hmm. It happened this last week. So what happened is this guy's on the train and this little girl's next to him and she's like making that noise that dogs make when they're about to bark where they're like... <laughs> And then uh, he just takes his coat off and hands it to her, and she pukes in it. And I'm assuming probably in, like, the hood, because it's, like, a natural scoop, you know? Yeah, that's true. Unless um, unless you just kind of cup it in your arms in a certain way. Yeah. I mean, I saw a picture, and he, it, there was a hood, so I hope that, Was like, it a nice coat? Mm, what kind of coat is this? It was, this? like, wool fleece on the inside. All right. Yeah. But the coat's done. Coat's done for. Yeah, you're not dry cleaning this. So, somebody on the train saw it happen, and they were like, that dude fucking rules. That was great. So then, they put it on the internet, and he is widely praised by netizens. Good grandpa Do you know what netizens are? No. What is that? I did not know until I read this story. It's a habitual or avid user of the internet. A netizen. What? Yeah, I don't like that. No, that's a... Sounds like jettison. I don't know. Uh, This is China? This is Shanghai. Shanghai, Shanghai, China. China, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's, you know what, that's the thing you should be doing if you're a grandpa, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, but they didn't know, like like, taking your coat off and and laying it over a pond, you know, laying it over the mud for your, yeah, exactly. So they didn't know the relationship between these, this guy and chivalrous. They just saw this old man, like let a little girl puke in his coat, you know? Okay. That's nice. So they put his picture up. And all these, and it was like, it went viral in China and they were just like, who is this guy? He's great. He's great. And the Metro was like, they saw it and they loved it because they were like, it's a nice positive thing to do. And it kept barf off their train. It's people who aren't uh, slapping each other in the face. Right. Yeah. It was like a good thing to go viral from being on the Metro. Usually you see like an article about a train and you're like, oh God, what's this? Yeah. Somebody slapped someone in the face. So they found out through just like people on the internet being like, I know who that guy is and I know who that guy is. Yeah. Um, it was the little girl's granduncle, which makes sense. Like granduncle, okay. granduncle. Because, um, like, here's the thing: is I would offer my coat, I guess, to a stranger to barf in, like if it was a child. But if it was my kid, I'd be like immediately like, here, barf in this. Yeah. Versus a stranger child, I'd probably I might scoot away. Yeah. I don't know if I would give my coat to a kid I don't know to barf into. Yeah, I think that's valid. It makes sense, kind of. Like, ooh. It's too bad he didn't just have a plastic bag or something on him. Right. Let's go to. He didn't. But, but he was do very what you selfless do. and, and uh, He's a hero. He's a hero. He's a, He's a hero to that little hero. girl. Uh well and that's, that's my last little one. He's very sweet. I like that one. Um is that it? That's your last story? That's my last story. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm out of stories, too. We have community outscreech today. We do have community. I forgot to mention, that chimp story was submitted by a listener and longtime friend, Brian Dunning. Brian Dunning. Brian Dunning. He's a, a quality human being. Love the dude. Um, thank you very much for submitting Thanks, that Brian. new story. Um, now we have a anecdotal 
community outscreech from listener Kevin O'Brien. KOB. Um, Living Wizard Kevin O'Brien sent us uh, this one. Hey, Yuck City. It's Kevin O'Brien, big fan, with a quick uh, outscreech message for you guys. So, the Yuckster in question is my brother's unnamed friend. We're just going to call him Steve. So, uh, I'm in middle school. My brother and Steve are in elementary school. So, I'm home alone, and they're at the skate park. My mom picks him up from the skate park, brings him home. My brother comes inside. Steve stays out in the patio. So after a while, I go out into the patio, and I remember Steve saying something along the lines of, hey, I think your cat took a huge shit, and then pointed out to me a, what was obviously a human turd in our garden. Um, so then he proceeds to go to the bathroom, and he's in there for too long, right? And so... He comes back out, I go into the bathroom, find his soiled underwear in our trash can, not even hidden or balled up or anything, just like in there, um, come back out, my mom and I are, you know, trying to dance around, we're just, can we give you a ride home, is there anything we can do for you, and he's like, no, I'm cool, and then just proceeds to, you know, walk home down the street and around the corner. And it didn't take us long to put together that he had shit himself either at the skate park or on the way home and shook this turd out into our garden, like the Shawshank Redemption, before stowing his dirty drawers in our bathroom and then blaming one of our cats, which is totally impossible. So that's my story as I remember it. I think your cat took a huge shit. Thank you. That is so gross. <laughs> He's told Kevin's told me that story before, and it doesn't get any less gross the more times I hear it. Um, I wonder how long he had that thing in his pants. Yeah, I right? wonder. Did he just walk into the garden like he's Andy Dufresne and Shawshank and shaking out the rocks out of his pant leg? Like, what did this? He just like uh, just shook out a dookie. You know what's funny is he probably could have just not mentioned it at all, and then been like, "I gotta go home." Versus, hey, I think cover it. Yeah, dig a little it. hole, do something. God, kid, you're so gross. Like. <laughs> Go anywhere else. Go by a dumpster. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. It must have been a really, like, bonding moment, too, between Kevin and his mother to both kind of be like, we know this kid shat at our house. It's such a gross kid move. <laughs> Ugh. I can't believe thank it. Thank you, Kevin. No, thank you for sharing. You warm my heart with that little poo It's story. such a good story. Uh, it's a good quick hit, and... Yeah, it grosses me out every time. I some kids are just so stupid and so gross, and when the two collide, you just get a. a I mean, wouldn't it be scarier if they were like super shit. smart and gross? Um, it would be scary, but I could respect that. You know, <laughs> this kid. Oh, I don't know where, what kind of gardens he's crapping in now, man. Well, Blaming we want, it on cats. We would love more of these stories. Yes. I love it. This is one of my favorite parts of the thing. Is like. These are so one of a kind. Like yeah. they're like little diamonds. Like no gross story is the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate everyone who sent stuff in so far. Little shit snowflakes. Please send us uh, stories that you find that you think are great. Like what Brian did this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, please send us your disgusting stories, like Kevin did. Yeah. Uh, you can either record yourself and send it, or you can just email it and we'll read it out loud. Uh, hit us up at yuckcitypodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, and uh, if you want to follow along. On Soch, on the Soshi Meads. Uh, we're on Soshi Meads. Meads. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Yuck City Podcast. We're at Facebook at Yuck City. Just plain old Yuck City. Um, and please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Yuck City. And have a yucky week, all you yucksters. We love you, burps and goiters. We love you very much. Go shake a turd on your neighbor's lawn. Bye. Bye.